Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk a little NFL draft. This will be, draft is on Thursday the 29th already, so we're almost there. So we thought we'd go through some of the top players at each position and just what we think would be maybe... I mean, first of all, what we think about them, what we think would be the best landing spot, where we think they're going to go, all that good stuff. So let's just start off at quarterback because this year there actually is a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be going up near the top, and just a, it's it's more than normal. So it looks like right now the top three picks are probably all going to be quarterbacks at this point. Trevor Lawrence will go number one, right, to Jacksonville. That's a, that's a given. It kind of looks like Zach Wilson is going to go number two to the Jets. That's most likely the case. And then number three is where it goes up in the air, where the Niners are picking. They're going to get a quarterback, but it's either Mac Jones or Justin Fields. So, well, that one right there, I mean, Justin Fields, man, that guy was good at Ohio State. Really good. I just, man, I feel like people, I don't know what's happening with him. He's falling down the board a little bit. And I feel like he'd be a good fantasy quarterback, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do there. I think this could be a good position for a quarterback. The other two are bad just I don't like those positions right now. Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville. Do we really expect him to do much no, this I, year? I think he'd be okay. And he has a terrible running back. He needs to draft. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, to draft a better one. I mean, yeah. No matter any of these quarterbacks, they're going to be drafted yeah. to bad teams. They're definitely not a viable option in order to pick as your number one right. QB in fantasy. It just doesn't work like that. Doesn't mean that later on in the year or yeah. something you can't use them. That would be I. I'll, I'll be quite honest. I'm actually uh, more interested in, you know, more interested in, um, I'm sorry, I keep looking, I keep going back to Justin <laughs> Fields, uh, but no, I'm, um, uh, forgive me, what what quarterbacks <laughs> are we talking about? So yeah, Lawrence number one, Zach Wilson going Zach to Wilson, the Jets. Zach Wilson, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, the Jets have done enough where I'm kind of intrigued by that. I And it, it's weird, Lawrence is a very good prospect. Um you know, and and you know the guy from BYU. I feel like he's definitely shot up, but I feel like Lawrence was or already kind of deemed that number one guy. Yeah. That there wasn't really a discussion. I'm almost more interested in him going to the Jets, and you know, you have a, a couple of wide receivers. It feels like they're going in the right direction. I almost wonder if he's going to have more to work with, and he'll be more of a viable option for fantasy because he has a very strong arm. You know, you have to air it out. You finally got some weapons where you can stretch the field. And uh, on the the other end, I do wonder if the Jaguars will be a little more conscious of trying to put him in right positions and not really stretch his ability right away, like get him more comfortable. I wonder if he'll be more, you know, the Jets will just throw him in it and and let him Probably. fly. So I'm I'm a little more interested in 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 Zach Wilson rather than than Lawrence this year. For this year, probably yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, even, and I, I worry yeah. about the Jets long-term yeah. because he never, like, it has not right. gone well. With, doesn't. It'd be like if Detroit drafted someone, I'd be like, that's not ever going to go well. Right. Yeah. But I, I kind of like Zach Wilson as a prospect better than Lawrence, to be honest, just from, and you know, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a pro watching, you know, tape and, and predicting that, you know, because he has a, a release that's a little quicker. He's, it just looks like some of the, some of the, uh, the arm talent is a lot more like what I've seen in the NFL rather than Lawrence, who I think is just a little more polished. Right. So those two, those are going to be the first two. Those are, that's what the picks are going to be. Number three is the Niners. They're still 
choosing between Mac Jones, Justin Fields. And I mean, honestly, even they're still even looking at Trey Lance as well from North Dakota State or whatever. They're still looking at him too. The early consensus was seemed like it was going to be Mac Jones, seemed to be their guy, but there's still there's people saying Justin Fields. I don't I don't know. It's it it, it could go either way between those two guys. I don't know what the right pick is. Also, honestly, it, it could even be Lance to be. I I think it'll be Mac Jones, but I, it wouldn't surprise me because if you're going up to number three, you fell in love with a guy, right? Yep. So you're not taking a shot, like a chance that you might miss out on him. But at that point, you could really look at each one of these and say, really, that, like, you believe in that guy that much. Like, Mac Jones does not seem like a, a okay. game changing quarterback. He doesn't. Right? I mean, you look at it, he threw for 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, sure. and four picks last year. It was a really good year. Yeah, very good. But year. you just, but he had, I mean, he was throwing to Devontae Smith. Not many other college quarterbacks get to do that. And, so, and yeah. I mean, they have, yeah. and Waddle. I mean, but, they, he he was on the best team. Of course he's going to be good, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a given. But, you know, I don't know. I Again, this is these people know more than I do. Uh, I saw – I know what I saw from Justin Fields, though, too. Like, that guy yes. was – Well, Lance is the – he's the one that you throw up in the air and you're kind of like, guy, what, what if – Yeah, I don't know yeah, what he is. You know, what if Lynch or someone in the, you know, St. – San Francisco office just falls in love with him and they say, wow, he has all the tools to become something special. And they even said that they weren't going to necessarily trade Garoppolo. I also, that is just something a team right. usually says doesn't yeah. usually hold up. So I don't know. I don't know which way they're going to go with it. My, my assumption is Mac Jones just to get a guy that they really like because he's accurate and he can manage the, the game well enough. Yep. Um, but even if he, San Fran is a, a different landing spot. They're primed to be very good right away. Does that change your mindset on how you, whoever that quarterback it, is? Not really. I just, I don't think it, I don't think, can't imagine some players put up could turn numbers. out and be good, like Justin Herbert last year and Hurts at the end of the year. But that's just not, you just don't know what's going to happen. I yeah. just don't want to deal with that. Um, so if that goes, let's say, you know, if it goes those three, there's going to be three quarterbacks there, right? The other two, whoever aren't, whoever the two aren't, probably it's either Fields or Jones and then Lance. Who knows where they're going to go, but the Patriots could be an interesting one. I think, I mean, Patriots should pick one of these guys at 15 if they don't trade up. They definitely should be looking at a quarterback. Not really sure who else. Somebody else will get, will jump into there and get a, get one of these guys. These are the top five guys. I think they're all going to go in the top, in, in the first round. I don't know who's going to trade up and get them. Someone's going to, and they're all going to go. But fantasy-wise, don't really... Not gonna. There's not gonna be a situation where I'm gonna be like, "Yep, got to get this guy." It's just not gonna happen. So, might as well talk about running backs. We got some running backs here. They're okay. The running backs this year, I think, are um, they're they're decent. I don't think they're necessarily special, right? I don't know. You feel? No, I agree. I, it's all gonna be. It's all gonna be about landing spot. Hundred percent. It's not gonna be their talent alone that makes me want one of these guys. And. Right now, it kind of it looks like um, Najee Harris is probably the top one, and Travis Etienne is probably number two. That's probably how it's going to go, and it's it, it depends if or it could. I mean, I think it seems like Harris is going to go against ahead, ahead of Etienne, but that doesn't mean anything. Last year, did we think Clyde edwards helaire is going to be the number one running back pick? We no one thought that. So it's all going to depend on landing spot for these, especially these guys. One of the landing spots I could see. In the first round, if there's a first round one, I only think one of these guys can be picked in the first round, to be honest. And I could see the Steelers getting somebody, right? I mean, they don't have James Conner anymore. It is like what Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, we've talked about that. If they don't, I think I could see the Steelers getting a running back, getting Najee Harris. Okay. If the Steelers were the team to get one of these guys, what's that? What, what do you do with that? How do you feel about that then? 
right away? I mean, they, they immediately they become a viable option. I'm trying to think of how high they would springboard. I mean, obviously you're in the you're the top thirty. You you still have yeah. to assume that they're going to beat out whoever it is. They got Anthony McFarland last year. It seems like they like Snell. So who knows if they're going to be the lone back? But if someone like Pittsburgh got a, and it wouldn't even matter which one of these guys, to be quite no, honest, it wouldn't make a difference to me. If, if it's one of the top four, I would say five maybe, then you're you're like, yeah, okay, they'd be in the top 30 discussion. And then I would have to kind of wait and see. My initial reaction was to put them probably in the low 20s. That would be kind yeah, of my initial probably reaction. Probably to start. Just because I don't, I, I think they're okay players. I don't love these players. No. And I, I think with the Pittsburgh team, it doesn't necessarily, like, I like ATN better than I like Najee Harris. I, I'm, I'm yeah. very skeptical about Harris only because we've seen this story before where the large running back from a dominant team that runs over people looks really good and then he gets to the NFL and you're kind of like, he's kind of like everyone else. Yep. So, I'm, you know, Trent Richardson comes to mind. He did have one very good productive year, so it doesn't take anything away from him. But Najee Harris is huge. I mean, he is a giant man. What, 6'2", 230, uh, you know, coming out of Alabama who, I mean, the gaping holes he was able to run through is, you know, not going to be NFL. Right. But if you're in a pounded out offense like Pittsburgh can be, then he would do just fine. Even if I like ATM better or whoever, I, that one completely doesn't matter. Um play style so yeah that would be great but if he goes to a team that is not all that great i really i i would i would probably be holding off on Najee harris i'm 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 very skeptical i think a lot of these guys everyone but atn i think it is completely up to where they land the person that lands on the better team is going to get a a better rating for me yeah it's it's going to be 100 percent the case so some of the teams that could use a running back obviously steelers are there and then we're looking maybe in the second round who might go get one. Um, the Jets, honestly, the Jets could go get a running back. They probably need one. They so do. I could see the other one of these two guys going to the Jets in early in the second. And they love it for fantasy. Yeah, that would that would kill my projection of him. Yeah, I I don't I don't love that. I just that nothing about that <laughs> interests me. So yeah, that's not I'm not gonna think that's great. So I hope that's not the case. There, I mean, there are other teams that could use a running back, but no one is like maybe Miami if they don't if they don't love Miles um, Gaskin as the number one, which I don't think they do. Miles Gaskin to me is not the main back. He's he, he was fine last year, but do you want to rely on Miles Gaskin? I I don't even after no, what he showed. You could easily get one of these guys to be a double headed kind of yeah, you know, or, or the second back. Miami picks early in the second. They could they could go after him. Um, one of these guys if they fell to him. I mean, these are the main two. So after that, it goes down to like Javante Williams from, from North Carolina, who they got a couple North Carolina guys actually mm-hmm. that I mean, are Michael Carter. Yeah, so they're both interesting. I again, I think they're okay, but I don't really. I mean, Williams averaged what? I can't remember. It was like seven seven point three yards a carry last year. Pretty impressive. You know, that's pretty impressive numbers. But last year's a weird year, to be honest. Yeah, it's very difficult. I mean, the fact that Trey Sermon, it, he's a good Trey, back. Trey, yeah, Trey right? Sermon. But he's, I don't know what he's going to be ranked, like the sixth, seventh, something like that running back. He is a, kind of a strange one where you're kind of like, he's a very big running back. And I could understand someone picking him late in the draft, say. But I I can't really get too excited about any one of these guys. I'm, you're We're so used to seeing one primetime running back come out and say, who's going to get him? 
this year I I don't see that one. And especially if you're doing dynasty, rookie drafts, things of that nature, I do not see a clear-cut number one pick, number five, any of that. Usually I can be like, okay, yeah. well, the first, you know, the first five picks are set in stone. You know exactly who you're going to go with. You kind of have to go off of need. And if you're talking about dynasty, this would, I think this, in my personal opinion, I like, I do like some of the, the wide receivers. We'll eventually get the Pitts, who is an interesting prospect for a longer term thing. But I would actually, tr- it might be the year to trade out of it and try to get a, a guaranteed, uh, you know, player you can actually use because I don't know what is going to happen with any of these players because I think that they're, they're all good, but I don't see greatness in, in any of them. I don't, I don't, I don't, and I can't get too excited about a lot of these guys. I just, um, I just can't, and it's all going to be landing spot, but I don't know how many landing spots there are for these people right now. I really don't. I mean, like I said, there's the Steelers is a good one. The Jets is one, but it's not a good one. I would say, um, like I said, Miami, maybe, I don't know, man. Um, I just I don't love these these situations for these players this year, and I don't know it's going to play out play out very well. Um, any other guys that like stand out to you that you actually like in this list at all? That I, down the list, ATN is the one that I like the most. I, I do actually I like Michael Carter from North Carolina, okay. yeah. but I don't. Once again, it, it's kind of a, it's hard one to determine because him yeah. and Javante Williams were on the same team and they're kind of doing the same thing. So you wonder if it's just a situation. I actually do like um. Is it Chuba or Chuba? Chuba, Chuba. I like, yes. I that, actually that, like him. Yes. I And I watched tape on him just because he was an interesting player. So people were, you know, kind of giving him fanfare over the year. I, I like his style of play. He might be an interesting one later in the draft. But it'll, once again, all depend on what team he goes to and are they going to use that type of running back. I feel like he was a bigger prospect before this season. And it didn't, like, for some reason, you know, he's fallen down. His, I mean, and you can see why. Like, he played in seven games. So he averaged 4.7 yards a carry this year. The two years before that, like his sophomore year, the guy ran for over 2,000 yards on 6.4 yards per carry. That was He was very impressive. This past year, not the same. That's why he's dropped down. I, I think there's something, you know, this guy can play. He, he can play. I'm, I think somebody could get a steal here. If he goes to the right, again, if he's one that goes later and goes to a right situation, I, I feel good about that. I'd actually like that pick. And then, um, yeah, there's some, there's some interesting players on here. Like um, Demetric Felton from UCLA. He's an interesting, like, running back, wide receiver, hybrid type player again, like we've seen, like Antonio Gibson. He, they, some of the NFL scouts have, list, they've listed him as a wide receiver, but he was a running back. He's kind of undersized, but we'll see, you know, what is he going to do? He's one of these guys. He had 132 carries last year, but he caught the ball 22 times. The year before, he caught 55 balls. On only and then only at eighty six carries. He's one of those, it, I, those interesting guys, guys. They scare you, right? Because yeah. there's there's two ways you can go with it. Yeah. Where either you're going to be an Elvin Kamara, you're going to be a Antonio um, Gibson, Antonio Gibson yep. or you're going to be the guy that we completely forget about in a yes. year because yes. you don't get enough touches in general, yep. and and you're kind of you're handcuffed because you're not one or the other, and and the team you go to doesn't know how to well, use you. And the thing is, he's interesting, but again, like we look at like. Alvin Kamara, and we looked at like what he was doing with his carries. It was ridiculous, right? Felton, 5.1 yards carry, 7.2 yards a catch last year. That's not great, but he's, he's just interesting. He's an interesting player. Yeah. He's listed as, what, 5'10", five, five, 200, so is he really that? Yeah, you know? I, yeah I was going to say, the undersized guy, 5'10", he's like 5'8", probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah the, un, the undersized guy that that is a speedster, I, I kind of feel that way about um, 
And it's kind of funny. You, you're not really sure, once again, because uh, I, um, Kenneth uh, I was going to say, I was just going to say, I, Kenny Gainwell, we've he, completely like, yes, skipped he, over. He's an he's, interesting one. I think the talent is there, but I do wonder. It's going to be a lot of where you go because I think he kind of falls in that same category. He's definitely a pure running back. But he's a, they say 5'11", 191, but I think that feels pumped up because he looks smaller on the field. He, I think he does have kind of like the explosiveness in order to keep defensive honest. He might be an interesting one as well. But so, right now he's ranked like, what, well, fifth Kenny, Kenny Gainwell is interesting because he didn't play in 2020. He opted out of the year. Yeah. He played in 2019, and he ran in his he ran for, you know, he was actually going to be a red, he would have been like a redshirt freshman that year, but ran for over 1,400 yards, 6.3 yards to carry, caught the ball 51 times for 610 yards. That is nice. And he was the reason why Antonio Gibson didn't get a lot of carries. Yeah, I mean, that feels like an Elvin Kamara kind of thing, right? Like I, I like, really do like Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, uh, I'll be very interested to see how he actually grades out in the, um, you know, in, in everything else leading up to the draft because I do wonder if teams are going to back off. They they have a very strange thing about size, especially yep. for running back. Yep. And I, I feel like the numbers I'm looking at right now are pumped up because because five eleven one ninety is I mean you're a very skinny running back because uh you know michael carter from north carolina is like five eight but right. he's over 200 pounds mm-hmm. so it's a very different one can you hold up in the nfl game there's a lot of questions that come along with it so you do wonder if he'll fall and once again the farther you fall um the more opportunity you have to be on a team that can use you properly so he's he's a very interesting prospect i do i do like him it's funny thing looking at like felton you know he's that same kind of, you know saying he's that whatever type player Hard to you know look at his numbers. Hard to compare to Antonio Gibson. Just pulled that up. Antonio Gibson had 33 carries that year. He, he averaged 11.2 yards a carry. <laughs> Called the ball 38 times for 735 yards. 19.3 yards per catch. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The numbers don't justify um, it. Antonio Gibson had 71 touches for 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns. I mean, yeah. Of course, he was going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You see why? <laughs> but Kenny, I like Kenny Gamble. I actually, I really, I really do like him as well. I think, um, you know, he could be an interesting. I think he could go. He could be a late second. I think there's going to be some guys in the second round, and he's one that could go there. I mean, it, and it depends on who ends up, you know, wanting to get player. Maybe I don't know. Do the Chargers go after somebody? They just have Eckler. You know, they really don't have another guy. I mean, it'd be great to have another guy that could catch the ball as well. If they moved in that direction, because they were, well, once again, it's hard to say with Herbert only having one year under his belt. Yep. Because they were going in that direction with Eckler. But if you could have him and another guy that can mirror his his skill set, you don't have to completely go away from that game plan if he gets hurt, which he did last year. So that would be a very interesting landing landing place for him. And what if, like, the Steelers pass on the first round and go like later second round. And then if the Steelers honestly get one of these running backs, I still like them almost the same well, as I would be for. Like we said, I think I like, I'd be surprised. I feel like they're going to get a pounded out kind of back, but I, any running back that goes there that you think is better than whoever they have right now, that, I mean, that would be the best location. Yep. I, they say there's not a lot of spots I love, but Steelers, I mean, I don't even know if I love the Steelers, but I like the Steelers spot, but at least there's a, you know. a spot open on a good team that you know they'll be able to run the ball. Yep. Like the Jets, you know, you don't. we don't actually know that yet. <laughs> That's true. All right. So those are just some of the running backs. I mean, again, I don't don't love it this year, but somebody's going to land in the right spot, right, and be, be a solid pick. All right. Wide receivers. There's actually some talent here. 
And what order they're going to go in, though, is still kind of up in the air. And I think there's going to be, what, two of them in the top 10 probably? And it looks from what, you know, most of the things, it's probably Jamar Chase. Is it Devontae Smith or is it Jalen Waddle? Like, which one is it? Who's going to go here? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I see this play out every year in the yep. NFL. It'll probably end up being Jalen Waddle when it shouldn't be. It should be Devontae Smith. We'll see if that holds true because speed just, you know, they say it every year, but you can't teach speed. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't usually pan out the way that they want it to. I mean, you, the easiest ones to point at is uh, obviously last year, the Raiders, we're, we're still thinking that he can obviously pan out, right? Um, Ruggs. Yeah, uh, thank you. Henry Ruggs. He was incredibly fast. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, – I'm doing. I'm doing terrible at this today. But I'm, I'm going to say Smith. Uh, Bengals. Uh, Ross. John Ross. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So John Ross, who just blistering forty speed, and oh, yeah. then they they draft him really high. He couldn't stay healthy. He just wasn't it the wide receiver that you need in the NFL. Every year. So you know they keep reaching for players that they think are going to turn into you know Hill, and they're just not a a complete player quite yet. So I mean, you know, what? he is very very fast. Got to give it to him. But I think Jamar Chase will go number one. Devontae Smith will go number two. And I really, wherever those two land, I don't know if you're on the same page as me, but I think both of them will be very successful. Well, I mean, so if it goes early on, um, the Dolphins are a possibility in the first round. I'd want, you know, and, the, and the Lions are a possibility in the first round. Okay, that is possible. Well, actually, the, no, I'd be fine if it they if one of them go to the Lions. I first of all, I don't. Want, they become their number one. Yeah, I personally I don't, don't want the Lions to pick a wide receiver. I think they but might. that's just me. I think as they a might. Fan. If they do pick one of them, I think that they automatically are in line to get a a ton of targets. They're going to be able to be on the field. They're going to be able to learn very quickly. Both of those guys, Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith, are very polished already. They're incredibly good. I think they're ready to play NFL right now. So even if it is on a bad team, I think the Miami situation is a little harder because you do have other mouths that you have to feed, and you have Tua. Two things that I'm not exactly sure, but if one did go to Detroit, they would would rocket up my draft board quite a bit. Some other possibilities for these like these three main guys, obviously, are um, Carolina could go after a wide receiver. I don't know if they would. They got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, but the Eagles for sure. Yeah. The Eagles at 12. If one of these three falls to them, I feel like the Eagles are going to get a wide receiver. I mean, they need somebody. They're one, they need somebody more than most, I feel like. And I think that would be a de- – I mean, Jalen Hurts, I guess we still don't know what he is as a thrower. That's the problem with one of these players going there. But I think they need to surround him with that. 100%. Like they, they absolutely need to. So, yeah. And the other reason yeah. I'm, it'll be very interesting to see what happens in this one because, yes, I would say that there's three, four guys that are probably a little better than the other ones, but you can, this does go pretty deep. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and the landing spot is going to be very interesting. Uh, you have, you know, you have Terrace Marshall. Uh, yeah. He's a the taller guy, 6'3. He was from LSU. We've seen how many different wide receivers they've been able to produce. Tony from Florida is a legit playmaker. Um, even Elijah Wood from Ole Miss, who is actually further down there. Ole Miss has been putting out. I mean, you. I mean, I mean, how many wide receivers that have come from there in the past five years has been pretty in- impressive. So I do wonder, someone like the Lions or any team yeah. like that, if you're unless you desperately need a playmaker and you have your heart set on one of these mm-hmm. guys, I feel like you're going to wait until the second. 
third rounds and then pick up another one of these guys because I think they're a very valuable asset. Maybe not quite as the level of Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, but I don't know about how much of a falloff there is. Marshall, um, he's interesting. 23 touchdowns and 94 catches the last two years. Yeah, it's pretty good. And he's, <laughs> it's really and good. he's only 20 years old right now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of youth and Bateman from Minnesota is another good one. Um, I'm actually intrigued. This is this is I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm intrigued intrigued by Rondale Moore um, from Purdue. He he's undersized big time. Say, you're going for the he's five seven. Yeah, he ran a four point two nine. I think it was. Okay. I'm, get, I'm getting yeah, I, like blinded by this. We well, just okay. talked about Ross and rugs and all that stuff, but. He in the last two years, so he's only played seven games the last two years. More has. I mean, that's yep. that's the that's the red flag. His freshman year, he had 114 catches. His freshman year, 114 catches for 1,258 yards, 12 touchdowns. He ran the ball 21 times for 211 or 213 yards, 10.1 yards per carry. I like Rondell more. I don't know what a team would do with him though. Like he, he scares me. He is a John Ross incarnate. But I, I think they're going to use they, – they would use him just more ways. They could definitely use – but he's 5'7". You could, but anytime you 5'7", have – 5'7", 175 or something yeah, like that. For fantasy, and it, it will help if if you have a good team already, that kind of weapon does help you because you can switch it up. You can give different looks. You can you know scatter the defense. That's great. For fantasy, the speed guys, unless you're a legit guy that's going to be out there and playing a lot – I get I very much back away from them because oh, they man. turn into a gadget player. Same reason I didn't want to draft Henry Ruggs last year because you're kind of like, what will he be? Can he is it all his thing like his whole uh, all he does is run straight up, you know, <laughs> straight down the sideline and try to you know take the top off the defense? Are you gonna, you know, it doesn't matter if you hand the ball off to him twice and then throw it to him twice. Like that's not gonna get it done. So oh, man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fall in love with Rondell Moore. I'm telling you, this I just, is what's gonna happen. I can't imagine. I mean, what team could I don't would know. he have to go to for that to fit though? I don't know. I, that's the thing. I don't know what team that I is. Just, I just I don't see it happening. Man, I, I who do you think this is? Uh, I mean, stepping away from that, who do you think is the who do you like Devonte Smith or Jamar Chase better, or or do you like one of the other guys more? And where do you think the best landing spot for any one of these wide receivers? Is there a number I don't, one? I don't think there's a number one because I think the main guys, I think it's really Miami, Detroit, Philly. Maybe it's Miami just because maybe Tua can still, maybe Tua is something. We, I don't think, honestly, I, I, I have my doubts about Tua, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's good. If he is, and maybe they get, you know, shoot, one of the Alabama receivers could go back with him, but. I think Jamar Chase is the best of the bunch, and I think Miami's probably the best spot out of if I look at those like three spots, those three teams. Detroit. The problem with Detroit is Jared Goff's not the long term answer. I can't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like Jared Goff's the long term answer, and I know the Lions are going to go pick quarterback here. But man, if one of these quarterbacks fell the Lions at this spot, like I have a hard time with them passing up a quarterback. But they're going to. They're going to. They, they should. They should. I just don't think Jared Goff's the guy. But. I mean, probably not, but he's. I guess okay. With Jared Goff, he's maybe good maybe enough. I mean, is he he's, better than Tua right now? But I think for I guess yeah. if we look at just fantasy perspective, maybe Goff is the better fit for year one. Without a, you know, I mean, I mean for year a doubt. one. Also, okay. First of all, we already know that three quarterbacks, and this is going off the rails yeah. into Detroit. But we already know the top three True. guys. So but you're gonna say which if one it's would Justin you take? Fields though, and he's sitting there at uh, seven. I don't know. I, I Justin Fields was amazing in college. He was very good. But how many times have yeah. we seen a college, like an amazing 
quarterback in college, especially on a very good team that has very good talent, not live up to the hype. And I'm not saying he's the same thing as like a Haskins, yeah. but you do see a lot of running quarterbacks that have strong arms that just don't cut True. it. True. So it scares me to take a, well, a guy that you're not sure a, about. Let's get a receiver, I guess. No, I would <laughs> swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind. Dude, wh- I don't care who the Lions get, and this goes for any team that's rebuilding. First of all, I would I personally I would not start with a quarterback unless you're halfway through your Something, rebuild at yeah, least. Yeah, get some more to it. But you take a guaranteed player like you would, you know, you take a left tackle that is just a guaranteed guy which there's obviously a very good one in this draft. That probably won't fall to them. Probably but, not. But know. if if he falls, you take him. If not, if you can get a safety or an edge rusher, anything that you know is going to play as much as they possibly can for the next 10 years, that's what you got to take. It's not going to happen. And, and again, it's like I've heard Detroit being linked, and once again to any bad team, being linked to the next guy we should talk about, which and, is tight end. Yeah, move over. Just the one tight end we're going to talk about probably. Yeah, just The one. other ones, I mean, again, the other anybody else other than Kyle Pitts is going to be not worthwhile for fantasy next year. I don't care where they go. Kyle Pitts is a different player. So, I mean, 6'6", 240. This guy's, this guy's um, he's big and he's good. And what if he goes number four to Atlanta? That is an interesting spot, from I think. If he goes to Atlanta, and he's playing there with Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts out there. And Hurst. And Hurst is the, the number two tight end at that point. That's an interesting spot. You could show a lot of different formations. It would be interesting. Um, their defense has not been good. They have to keep throwing. I, I, I would have my – it would not be probably – I don't know if it would be my number one location for Pitts to fall to. But it wouldn't be bad. I mean, he would definitely be the guy right away, or he would play a lot. Uh, his Here's the one. We, we talk about this a lot because Kyle Pitts has been amped up, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks that he's going to be a generational talent. He, he has all the building blocks physically. He has it. But in very few cases has a tight end ever come out and immediately made a fantasy impact on year one. Are you willing to take a shot at this guy? If say if he lands in Atlanta, yeah. I mean, where does he rank for you all? Like top ten? I'm probably number probably. Ten. I don't like tight ends. I don't. I've looked at my list, and I don't like where it gets at the end of the ten and at end of top ten. Shoot, let me pull this up right here. I'll show you what I actually did a, a, a tight end ranking, and I put Kyle Pitts ten already on my ranks. So my ranks were like, okay, Travis Kelsey's there, Kittle's up there. Darren Waller is going to be up there. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, probably Dallas Goddard without Ertz around. He's going to be up there. Um, and then you're looking at like Robert, Robert Tanyan, Noah Fant, Mike Gusecki, and that's nine guys. And you're already to those players. After that, and Hunter Henry, but he's with, you know, and Joe New Smith, they're there. I don't know. Kyle Pitts can easily get up in that top 10 for me. If, especially if, and honestly, some of the Atlanta, I think is a good one. What about the other spot possible spots are going to be that four, five, six. It's going to be Atlanta, Cincinnati, Miami. Those are all the spots that he could go. Cincinnati's interesting. I'd like to see him with uh, Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. Yeah, I would I would like to see that. That would I think that would be yeah. a better landing spot. But I don't think if I think they're gonna go tackle there and protect Burjo Burrow. Especially I mean, after yeah. you know, you know, you should you get, blowing up his yeah, knee, you know. hurting him the first year. I think they will go tackle him. there, but if for some reason they don't have that option, I think they can go Pitts, and that'd be a or good. Or they pick. think they can get a tackle or another Something lineman later. later on in the draft. So Pitts, and he, he'll be a top ten. for There me. are a lot of offensive linemen in this draft as well. Yep. 
Miami's the interesting. Like he, there's talk of that, but how would that work with Gusecki? Maybe just go two tight ends, and that's a good two tight end group, though. It might, and it might be more into his skill set too. Yeah, that's interesting. I think Atlanta and Cincinnati would be good spots. I don't know if he gets maybe get maybe goes to Detroit. Maybe he falls down, and then it's then it's him and Hawkinson. You know, that's interesting. It's going to happen. I mean, he he would have to hit year one. That it scares me so much. Or does he somehow fall to eight and go to Carolina? And he's with Darnold. Ugh. That'd be that'd be a bad landing don't spot like for that. him. Don't like that. He's not gonna go, he's not gonna fall that far. He's not. I don't think so either. But we'll see because I don't know. A, a lot of teams have a lot of other needs, and tight end is a. But he's a special one. He, he is, and people are really getting excited about him. So we've I seen see some him special. We, we've seen some special ones in the past, and they don't always. They no, they don't, and they don't, and they don't hit right away. I mean, Vernon Davis was special. He was, he was, and he didn't do anything for the first couple of years. And he was good, but he never lived up. There's the top ten tight ends have never really. I don't feel like they ever quite live up to it. No, and Hawkinson to, to he's be taking his time. Yeah, and to be fair, you know Vernon Davis as well did play what over ten years ago yeah. when when the tight end game was a bit different. But yeah, it's very difficult, and even for me, it becomes very hard. So even if he does land on Cincinnati or Atlanta, I would have a hard time drafting him still. If yeah. for fantasy, even if he was, because you're probably right. He probably f- goes up into the top 10, but because he's an interesting name, you wonder if he starts shifting up more and more. And once again, I know that th- there's other names down here. Like I'm very, it's going to be very interesting to see how New England handles Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Irv Smith Jr., we've both right. talked about it. We think yep. he is going to have a breakout year. We really like him. Logan Thomas on Washington is going to be down there as well. He's yeah. very interesting. He had a good year last year. And then even the other ones you're talking about, like it's funny to say, but Robert Tanyan is one that I'm. He's a top ten guy, probably. I'm just not that interested in. I'm not either. Noah Noah Fant did show flashes, but I don't like Drew Locke. I don't think Drew Locke's anything. But you can get him for nothing. So it's like when you're picking between all these guys, are you going to go for Pitts? And you can always, I guess, drop him or or, you know hold on to him and go for someone else. But even Gronk, I mean, Gronk is being very underrated at the moment because everyone's kind of waiting and seeing. Yep. But he's very low. Evan True. Ingram, like, yeah. there's a lot of people that are going to be in that very. I gray still area. might take the chance on Pitts. I get it because he, <laughs> he's going to be exciting. But that's also why I'm kind of thinking I'm I'm never going to reach up to get him. Yeah, I'm not going to reach to get him, but maybe somebody probably but people will. Here's the one thing: he's the one guy that I, I do want to talk about and as a dynasty pick. Yeah. How high does he go in dynasty? Because that's, that's a whole different. That's, one. That's, that's interesting because. I think he still goes down a little further because those wide receivers, you're going to want those three receivers. And and ETN and Harris are going to go up there probably too. That's probably your top five, most likely. Most likely, but that tight end will be shortly after. I mean, what, he's going to be in the top seven? If if it's just a single quarterback league, you're not going to be. The quarterbacks, you just wait. But somebody could go Lawrence. But I'd personally wait. But I think worst case, Pitts could go six in one of those. He's going to be high. It's going to be one of the higher tight end picks. That'd be worst case, I feel like, honestly. But even with this, I mean, we talked about it, though. We're not over the moon on any running back. No, I'm just not. Wide receivers, I think the top two are guaranteed. I think uh Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase should be ahead of him. There's there's other wide receivers that people could fall in love with, but I could see in a lot of them where, you know, especially for people, it's hard for people to find tight ends in Dynasty, right? Well, in the, the, the wide receivers, we like all those wide receivers, but they've... Like you said, wide receivers in the first round, it's not a sure thing. It's not at all a sure thing. We go back, just go back to the John Ross, the John Ross, Corey Davis, Mike Williams here. 
No, top I mean, ten. Three in the top ten. Yeah, none of none them. None of them have hit. Yeah. Before that, you had like Kevin White. Remember Kevin White? I mean, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you drafted him in the dynasty. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I mean, but then again, you have other draft classes where the top ten all hit. I mean, we had Mike Evans and Odell and sure. you know, you and Jarvis guys. Landry. I think well, all three of those were in the same. And you get those guys, but yeah, so. Yeah, but I think honestly, I, I could see Pitts going. I would just say yeah. I think he'll go in the top five. He feels like more of a sure thing than anybody. Yeah, and I think people are willing, like with other guys not being a sure thing, yep. you're you're willing to take that risk. Well, because you also okay, you're getting him for a long period yeah. of time. He doesn't have to hit the first year. Well, and and this is going to depend too on some of these other receivers down the board a little bit, even like a Marshall or whoever. Landing spot is going to be so key. Like Justin Jefferson last year with Minnesota. Once he went to Minnesota, it was just like, uh, yeah. this is perfect. Yeah, we're all in. <laughs> like, but it was perfect. It was just perfect. He might not have been, you know, he wasn't one of those top, top guys, you know, with CeeDee Lamb and, you know, all them guys. But once he got the spot, you're like, of course, this is this is going to work. And it did. But there'll be a guy like that. Oh, there, you know. I think with, is, with the talent, and once again, I think there's a lot of talent wide receiver and we're I'm still not sure who's who because of the weirdness of last year. It's yeah, but there will be a couple of different guys that will go to a spot, and you say he only has one guy to beat out, and that guy's mm-hmm. not very good, or yep. Yep. it's a vacant spot. He automatically gets to be the third wide receiver, and this mm-hmm. team throws a lot. There's going to be some guys that you just know will carve out a role. Yeah. Well, in our next episode, we'll figure these out, I yeah. guess, and figure out if Rondell Moore goes into the right spot. That's my guy. Rondell Moore. I'm so I am just intrigued by him. I mean, he hasn't played in like two years, but essentially. But man, I guess maybe five seven doesn't quite work. But he worked for Tyree Kill. That dude's miniature. He's a di- yeah. He is. I mean, who knows? But he he feels like a different type of player. No one's been able to copy know. the success he's had. That's true. But all right, that will do it for today. Next time we'll be back with a little draft recap and see where these players actually landed. And that's going to be the whole key. It's all about landing spot. But that'd be it. Talk to you guys next time.